This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Walker, and my co-host, as usual, is Kim. Hello, everybody. Thanks for the introduction. (laughs) Today, we are going to be talking about an interesting topic, and it's one that came in from one of our listeners. Yeah, I'm excited about it because that tells me that somebody was listening, which I know they are, but they actually emailed us at podcast at shopmarketingpros.com and said, hey, I'd love for you to talk about this. And it is a kind of a dirty word in the industry, I think. I mean, it Mm -hmm. seems like when this word comes up, people freak out. Oh, yeah. You can start a fight with this word. Should we just tease and have fun with what the word might be and get people thinking? Hmm. I think we've probably done enough of that. Did we? All right. So tell them our topic. Coupons. Yes. Coupons. Is it coupons or is it coupons? It's coupons. Nobody says coupons. I have heard people say coupons. You're crazy. (laughs) I don't know what part of the world they would be from. It's like pecans and pecans. We're from the South. It's pecans, y'all. Oh my gosh. We've done this before. Okay. Talk about coupons. So here's what happened. What had happened right, Well, was, hang, hang on. First, let me thank our sponsor. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So thank you to our friends at RepairPal for providing this episode. As shop owners, we were part of RepairPal's certified network. You can learn more at repairpal.com forward slash shops. Speaking of RepairPal, they're going to be on one of our yep. next episodes. Yep, Kathleen. So looking forward to that. We're going to be dispelling some marketing myths. Correct. Anyway, all right. Yeah, so coupons. (laughs) All right, here's the deal. Every single episode, we're telling you, hey, please email us at podcast at shopmarketingpros.com with your questions, with your comments, with, hey, talk about this on an upcoming episode. And so this has been a hot topic in almost every class we teach in our Facebook group recently. And then we got an email from a shop owner who's been in business about six months, not really a fan of couponing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and said, Hey, talk to me about coupons. Are they effective? Should I do them? Should I not do them? What are your thoughts? And so here we are today to talk it over. Yeah, and we're going to give some ideas today. I have my own thoughts about coupons. I've talked about this in a previous episode. They are not something that I prefer to do, but that is just my personal choice. And it's that we have clients that use coupons and they have a lot of success with it. You know, especially when you are in need of cars. And we just a couple of episodes ago, we had an episode called Car Count is Not Your Problem where uh, Chris Cotton and I uh, talked about that. But sometimes car count is your problem, especially with a new shop. And coupons can be an effective way to get more cars into the business. Yeah, so we're going to talk about when are they a good idea? What are some ideas or some coupons that you can use? So let's start with, um, do they work? Yeah, like yeah, you know? abs- absolutely. They will work to get more cars into your shop. Will they work to make you a more successful auto repair shop? Will they, you know, work to make you more profitable? That is the the real question. So, you know, but before we get too far into that, uh, we'll just talk about a couple of places where we will use coupons for some of our clients that do want to discount. You know, there's discounting 
in the form of giving a coupon and there's discounting in the form of like discounting to try to make the sale. And that's, that's an entirely different topic. Yeah. And we are going to talk about this, but there's even coupons that maybe really aren't coupons, but they present themselves as a coupon, but they're really a value add. And I actually like those. Yeah, me too. So So we're going to talk about those a little later on, but first and foremost, let's just talk about them bringing in customers. So the places that we like to use coupons, where we see the best results from them are going to be in Google ads, direct mail, and in email marketing. When we use a coupon in a Google ad, that Google ad will perform better. But you have to remember that the goal of that ad is just to get somebody to come into your shop. That doesn't mean that you're going to be profitable from them. You know, same thing with direct mail. You know, you send that direct mail piece out and very often you will have some kind of an offer on there in the form of a coupon. And then the same thing with email marketing. And look, I'll you know sit here and tell you that I don't like coupons. But when we had our shop 20 years ago, we did coupons. We would send out emails. We did coupons in them often where it would be like 10% off of a service or something like that. And I'm going to get into some of the different types of coupons that you can that you can run here in a little bit. But what happened when we would send that email out? Oh my gosh, the phone rang almost yeah. immediately. Yeah. And you know, it's a different world today. It still works. It absolutely still works. Yeah. But at that point, I mean, I remember when we transitioned from being a shop that had our own print shop inside of the office, you know, where we would print our own stuff and actually mail it out to you coming to me one day and and saying, Hey, I heard about this thing called constant contact. (laughs) Well, email is relatively Uh, new in the scheme of things at that time. You know, so we were, we were sending out these emails when people's email or inboxes were not getting bombarded. Yeah. Spam. And yeah. Yeah. And it was so valuable that (laughs) I guess you remember this. We've talked about it is we, I sent our emails on Mondays and the phone was ringing like unusually for a Monday. And at first we were like, what, what is happening? Why is this phone ringing today? Like it is. And it took a couple of different Mondays for it to click. We just sent the email out. And the reason we didn't think about it immediately is because that email was scheduled. It was billed the week before. Yeah. And so once we realized, we actually adjusted the email send from Monday to a different day of the week. I don't remember what day we landed on because Mondays generally were busy for us. You know, post weekend, people come in, they have their issues. And so service advisors were going crazy dealing with the phone ringing. So that's a good problem. And of course, that was years ago and we're still seeing good impact from emails, but You know, one thing is the win of the couponing. You know, this particular person who emailed is a new shop. They've been in business for about six months. That's a perfect example of win. If you, you know, we have clients who have opened a second location or moved locations or they're just new. Those are great times because one, understand it may be attracting, not necessarily the right customer, but you're getting some brand awareness and saturating your community and getting your name out there to people that don't know that you're there. So, yeah, But you can do that same thing both with and without couponing mm-hmm. and through all of the same you know formats that we're talking about here. Yeah. You know, you can do your Google ads, you can do direct mail, you can do emails and bring that brand awareness without ever putting a coupon in there. Yeah. It works both ways, but it really does come down to 
what type of client are you trying to attract? And we just did an episode on this. I think it's three or four episodes before this one where we talked about attracting higher end clients. Again, because it was a, a big topic in our Facebook group, right? People were talking about attracting the right customer. And so that is a big, big deal. We know shops that have come to us because they don't want to coupon. They're not looking for that type of customer, but their marketing people were doing it anyway. And it's not, it wasn't attracting who they wanted. So it's really important that when you're considering couponing, if you're going to do it, maybe you're having like a really slow period and you need to put something out like that, then do it. But be smart about what you put in that coupon. What is the offer? Yeah. And one of the questions that you really have to ask yourself too, because there are, look, there's a lot of shops out there that are very successful with couponing. Absolutely. They are attracting the type of client that they want. You know, they may be happy with working with a lower average repair order. They may have it down to a science to where they're actually maintaining a high average repair order Mm -hmm. while couponing. And that's one of the considerations that you have to make is, are you good at converting those coupon customers into lifetime clients? And there's shops out there that are doing it. I'm not an auto repair shop coach. I don't know what it is that they are doing in their business that is allowing them to do that. From a marketing standpoint, when it comes to this type of marketing for us, it's all about getting the client into the business. And there are absolutely things that we can do to help attract a higher end client. But one of those things that we normally don't go to for attracting a higher end client is couponing. Mm -hmm. But it can be done. And you know, it's really going to come down to your service advisor and the training that they have on doing exactly that. It's in how you're communicating with that customer, how you're training that customer. You're going to be able to tell this is a customer, a bottom feeder. A bottom feeder. <laughs> you're going to be able to tell if that's who they are. Well, you know, you service them and I mean, you can tell who they are, but the ones that you can tell are not that customer. That could be a great customer for you. You get them in, you you treat them great. You extend them the customer service that's going to let them know what type of shop you are. And I started this out with talking about your service advisor and the training. There's so much incredible training in this industry that if you haven't sent your service advisor to be trained in a whole plethora of topics, then it's time to look for someone who can train. There's so many great coaches who speak to this topic. Go post in our group and ask about that. Ask other shop owners. We can certainly rattle off a ton of names of coaches in the industry right now, which, I mean, we can do that. But ask in our Facebook group, hey, what success have you had with coupons? What training is available to service advisors? Which training should I send my service advisor to? And see how it works for you. You know, sometimes the most important thing for you to do is just try it. And if it works, great, do it again. If it doesn't work, tweak it, try it again. And if it's still not working, maybe it's not for you. But you know, one thing I hear, I'm about to get on a um, soapbox. In our culture today, there's so much offense. People are offended and people are judgmental. Look, if coupons are not for you, it doesn't mean it's not for somebody else. There's so much negativity in the industry when, I mean, we've seen it in our classes where people get angry because another shop is doing 
couponing and it's working for them. So we're trying to have a conversation. There's no need for the negativity or the judgment. Just drop it and share your opinion, share your expertise, share your tips, like try to help someone. You know, is there is there a chance that you tried couponing and you gave up on it the first time and said, well, that, I tried that, that didn't work, when really you could have done some things a little differently. So that's my soapbox. But that is probably the most important piece of this entire thing is if you're going to do coupons, is your staff able to convert those people into lifetime clients? Because you don't make money off of one-time clients. I mean, I know that it happens every once in a while, but for the most part, you do not make money off of a, off of a one-time client. You know, but let's say that you are going to do coupons or some of the coupons that you might do. I mean, obviously there's the, the cheap oil change. We saw someone offering a $9.99 oil change, but that was so completely against the shop culture, the type of customers. This was a really super high end shop offering $9.99. I'm not beating up on the $9.99 oil change. Oh, I'll beat up on that all day long. Well, (laughs) I mean, I don't want to go against what I was just saying. Find what works for you and what makes sense for the customers you're trying to attract. But I was just going through some file boxes yesterday of all kinds of files from when we had our shop. And I came across some of the coupons that I totally forgot that we even did. Mm -hmm. So while we're talking about some examples, like you just said, the oil change. We did something, um, I'm going to throw it out there and then Brian, you explain it more because I think these were your ideas, but we did the Royal Flush. Yep. And then we also did the one about not cutting corners. Remember that? I yep. think that was a direct mail piece. And we did no, something. that was guerrilla marketing. We actually yeah. took that around and put it on cars in parking so lots. talk about those two. Yeah, so the Royal Flush, I mean, that one's a pretty basic idea of a coupon. It was a bunch of different flushes. You know, we were a BG shop. You know, so I don't remember everything it included. It's been 20 years ago, but has it been 20 years ago? Maybe 15 years ago. Yeah, It's 15, pretty close. It's we 2000, 2008, so 15 years ago. We were a BG shop, and we would combine all of the different BG services uh, into what we called the Royal Flush, and it would have the injection system cleaning the upper intake cleaning. I believe it was a transmission flush, probably the 44K engine additive. Like I say, I don't remember what it was, but it was like all of the flushes. And we did that at a lower price when we did all of them together. And then the, we don't cut corners. It was a postcard that we would go around and put on cars in parking lots. I know a lot of people do not like the idea of doing that, but it worked. We were a new shop. Say what you want. We got a lot of them back. And it was a postcard that we would put on a car, and each corner of that postcard was a different coupon. And the postcard said, said, we don't cut corners, but you can. And, you know, they would bring it in, and that was their coupon. So, you know, it was a a pretty neat little idea, and it did work. It It was something it helped us to get going when we were brand new. If you've listened to episode two, you know how much of a budget we started that shop on. We had no money when we started and we would do anything we could just to get cars in the bay. You know, this episode is going to come out probably the same week that we are speaking at Rick White Live and we're going to be talking about guerrilla marketing. So we'll probably bring up some of that. Mm -hmm. But 
I have to apologize, y'all. Brian is organized in his thinking, and I just realized that I jumped way ahead. So I'm publicly apologizing <laughs> uh, that I got ahead of myself. Y'all, I'm used to it. She bounces all <laughs> over the place. There's a video out there that's the difference between men's brains and women's brains, and it is the perfect example. I love talking about sponsors of the podcast who have already worked with and who I've used before. So today, I'm super excited to talk to you about RepairPal, which, if you didn't know, will introduce your shop to new customers through RepairPal.com, the largest site for auto repair, and through the recommendation of their partners like USAA, CarMax, and Consumer Reports. Our shop was in RepairPal's certified network, and it was great for getting new customers who were looking for more than just oil changes. The average RepairPal customer spends over $600 on their first visit. I loved it, especially because we all know that consumers still mistrust repair shops. But the millions of customers that visit RepairPal.com monthly, they trust RepairPal certified shops for their high quality and great service. And there's no fear about being overcharged. So we were able to just focus on the repair. I highly recommend you check them out. It's the way to grow your business. Go to RepairPal.com forward slash shops, get one month of service free, and save $150 off certification. Okay, so let's talk about the seasonal offers, right? It's mm-hmm. winter. There's winterization offers. There's the get ready for summer stuff. Yeah, snow tires, the summer AC check. You know, all of those things are good things to do coupons for. There is more than a $9.99, $19.99, dollars oil change. Some people also are doing, even though it's not seasonal, it kind of fits with what you're talking about, is the car care month, the checkovers. Now, Usually they offer that for free. You're but getting ahead of me again. Well, isn't that like seasonal? We're talking about seasonal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's getting ahead of me, y'all. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Sulking. So, okay, if you're not watching, just imagine I've got my face on my hand on the counter and I'm just sulking. So mm, mm, mm. go ahead. The domestics are, are real Strong. this time, y'all. <laughs> you know, but... When it comes to coupons, there's really no laws around it. You can do whatever it is that you want to do when it comes to coupons. You, If you have a service, I've used this saying many times, but you look for the billowing sales. What are the things that you tend to sell a lot of in your shop? It means that there is demand for that. It's something that people want. Those are the things that are going to be your best things, high profit to, things. Uh, to coupon with. Yeah, I mean, especially high profit. Because you do the nine ninety nine oil changing, you know 100% you're losing money. But you do the eighty nine ninety five alignment, you're probably still making money on that because it's a yeah. it's a higher profit service. You know, one that correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I remember this one being really good because there were people who knew that they needed to do a big job on their car, and we would occasionally. I hope I'm not just dreaming this, but I swear I remember ten percent off. Yeah, the ten percent off any services over whatever it was, $500. Mm-hmm. And so people started doing the math and, you know, we would do Mercedes Benz. And so if they needed some major engine work, they, I remember people calling and saying, Hey, when are you going to do that 10% off? Cause they yeah. wanted to do it and they really valued it. Cause you know, when you think you've got a, whatever the dollar figure is job and you're getting 10% off that, that's pretty significant. Mm-hmm. So, well, the other thing one. that's really common, especially if your CRM is sending out emails or text or postcards about like services that you've previously quoted, mm-hmm. but people declined at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times people will send out that coupon and it'll it'll show them on there. You know, these are the things that we recommended, 
And Delayed this services. is a coupon for, for 10% off of we that. We were just talking to Auto Text Me about that yesterday. So we're talking a lot about coupons and attracting direct clients and all of that. But you, there are actually some coupons that you can use that will attract a higher end client. I was reading an article recently and the facts in this article were based off of a, a study that it was actually coupons.com that did it. So I'm sure that coupons.com has some really good information on coupons yeah, and everything, you know, but it's also they have a little incentive sure. to make coupons an attractive thing. But they had some very interesting facts and statistics in there that were showing that households over $100,000 were the ones that are using coupons the most. Like they're using coupons more than the households that bring in less than $30,000 a year. And if you think about it, wealthy people did not get there by accident. No, lots of them are very frugal, very careful with their dollars. Mm -hmm. You know, as Dave Ramsey says, every dollar has a name, Mm -hmm. right? So, you know, a lot of them are great at budgeting. Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to coupons for attracting a hiring client, you want to just be really targeted to the the clients. You know, you don't want to do a coupon that just fits everyone. And that's where your CRM can really come in, in handy. Also, we were just being shown a CRM in the last couple of days. I think most CRMs will probably do this now, but it'll allow you to send out messages to people who have specific types of cars. So you can really tailor the message to them. But, you know, something like a 10% off factory recommended maintenance on European cars, 50% off of a full detail with a major service. And that is one, when you look at the ways that people in different social classes make buying decisions. We've talked about this before. Yeah. The, so people that have higher incomes are more concerned about the appearance of things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're the ones that they care what your waiting area looks like. They care what your parking lot looks like. We talk about this a lot in our episode that we did on attracting hiring clients, but they also care what their own car looks like. Mm -hmm. Now, the inside might look like trash, (laughs) but the outside is polished and cleaned. And But one of the things that you really should be doing, and I say should, I mean, it's a business decision for you. If you have the room to do it, you should be washing people's cars. And if you have the room and the person to do it, then you can probably do some detailing also. We did detailing at our shop. We did that quite successfully. And to be able to offer people that full detail and give them a discount on that, like I said, they're concerned about what it is that their that their car looks like. A free membership to your VIP club with a certain dollar purchase. I wonder how many people are doing VIP clubs. It's kind of like concierge medicine, something that we were just mm-hmm. talking about. It's like concierge medicine for your car. When you're a member of the VIP club, you get quicker appointments. You there get, was someone just recently. I wish I could remember who it was. There's a was, lot of people doing it. When we had our shop, yeah. we had these nice little cards printed up mm-hmm. that, you know, it was for our VIP club. That is another way to make people feel special. So when you're looking for those hiring clients, yep. you know, you can do a VIP club, but it's not. The VIP club is not free. Not everybody gets mm-hmm. into it because if everybody got into it, there wouldn't be anything yeah, right. it's very be special. VIP about it. Right. What's and, a luxury loaner car? Yeah, I mean, that's another one. All right, if somebody drives a luxury car, and again, we're talking about higher end mm-hmm. clients, especially if you're a Euro shop, 
you know, you want to have, it is something that you could do would be to have a couple of loaner cars that are like equivalent to what they might be driving. So what you're saying is I don't want to drive in, in my beautiful high end Mercedes and drive out in a Kia. Toyota Corolla. And look, we all know that those cars are nice. Yeah. I mean, the Toyotas, the Hondas, even the Kias, they're nice cars now, but people didn't buy a Mercedes because they want to drive your Kia while their Mercedes is being worked on. So that is another offer that you can make. That one kind of goes along with the next idea here is if you don't want to do discounts, but you do want to run promotions, what are some ideas? Yep. Promotions, for the longest time, I would hear people talk about promotions and they were talking about coupons. But Mm -hmm. we are talking about the thing I was kind of referencing earlier where it's more of like a value add where, you know, if you come in and get this service, we're going to do this for you. And the funny thing is it could be something you're doing already, Mm -hmm. right? Like free car wash, free detail, whatever it might be. I forgot that we did this. I was reminded because of the box I was looking through yesterday. This was more for referrals, but you could use this however you wanted. I found a receipt where we bought, I think like a hundred movie tickets. Oh yeah. If someone referred to us, we gave them movie tickets, but you could totally say in your promotion that for every fill in the blank service that we do this month, you're getting tickets to the movie theater, or it could be, the live theater or whatever it might be. So, and I would like, if I were going to do that, I would try to relate it somehow. Like, you know, you got a new fast and the furious movie coming out. We're going to give you movie tickets when we do this injection system cleaning on your car, you know, because we're going to make your car fast and furious (laughs) or you know something stupid like that. There's also Brian made a note here of the free multi-point inspection with any service, you know, and there's people that, I've seen consumers complaining, oh, I brought my car in for an oil change and they gave me this long list of things that's wrong with my car. No, what they really did was they did a courtesy inspection on your vehicle to let you know if there's any safety concerns or things that you need to address. So it's all about education and how you present these things. So the free multi-point inspection, courtesy inspection, safety inspection, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I mean, not only are you doing that for free, but that's, I mean, let's face it, as a shop, that's how you make your money is by inspecting every single car that comes in, finding legitimate repairs that need to be done, and quoting it. So you're going to do this any way it goes. But your you know, potential new clients, they don't necessarily know that. So when they see that, they're like, oh, you know, not only are, am I going to bring my car in and get this oil change that I'm going to pay for at full price, by the way, because you're not discounting the oil change, mm-hmm. but I'm going to get a free multi-point inspection to make sure that my car is in good condition. Now, when you present the things to them, they're happy yep. about it because you know they just got that value-added service. So don't think of it as a coupon. Think of it as promoting something that you're offering. It could be a new service. Maybe you just got that new awesome Hunter. I mean, they've got so many great pieces of equipment that they put out there. But I remember when we got the new nitrogen machine to put nitrogen in the tires, Mm -hmm. we got a new Hunter alignment machine. There was something else. We all got all these things at one time, it seems like. So alerting your audience to the new services that you have to offer is a great promotion. You can put that promotion out there. You 
you might put it in the form of a coupon where you're saying, hey, four-wheel alignment, $129 alignment. And it looks like a coupon, but you actually charge $129. Anyway. That's just the price. And look, there's nothing dishonest about that because you're not saying it's a coupon. Yeah. I mean, you're not saying it's a discount. Mm -hmm. You're just making it look like a discount. And you're still making your full normal profit margin. I remember that the nitrogen thing was a big deal for us because we were kind of pioneering that, right? We were at the front edge of that coming out and mm-hmm. our audience Still loved it. Still most shops don't do it. Yeah, but our audience loved it. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of people in because I think we might've been the first shop in our area probably that did that. And people, it was, you know, the new shiny bell whistle, shiny <laughs> object. object. <laughs> uh, anyway, carry on. Now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> You know, the, the free loaner cars, yeah. uh, you know, would be a, another promotion that you could run where you're not giving a discount. You're doing something that you would have done anyway. It's just that you are, you are literally promoting what it is that you do at your shop. And you may wrap it up in a bow that looks like somebody's getting something special because it incentivizes them to take action and go ahead and get their vehicle in now. But you're promoting what it is that your shop does. It's a promotion. Well, and even the combining of services, you know, there were times when we would run a promotion, same price, but it was just combining service, like the Royal Flush or I forget the I know, other we, things. We actually, we, we actually discounted when we were doing that stuff. I'm talking about when we would combine two services that related to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember us necessarily discounting that as much as just pairing services together. Yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely something that you can do when it comes to couponing. It really is just, it's a personal preference. And again, if you're going to do it, then you have to have the skill set behind it that allows you to turn those people into lifelong customers. You know, so if you can do that, then you can be incredibly successful with coupons. So, so there's one thing, Brian Walker, that you're leaving out. What's that? And I'm saying you're leaving out because he kind of outlined so that we wouldn't forget things. And maybe you left it out intentionally and now I'm going to bring it up. But we always love to reference books, things we've read, where we've learned these things. And one of the things, so still not hitting you? Nope. Okay. So one of the things that we like to talk about when we're discussing this is we only have a certain number of these offers available or putting a timeline on it. Like, Hey, we're, this is only going to last for this long, putting some sense of urgency in there. Where'd you get that from? There there is a pretty amazing book out there when it comes to creating offers. And it's by Alex Hormozzi. It's called hundred million dollar offers. The entire book is all of these different things to use when you're crafting an offer. But a sense of urgency is definitely something that you want to do because you only have so much of a shelf life when you are doing a coupon or any kind of a promotion. And that is basically you have to get the person to take action while they're seeing it, because if you don't, they're going to forget about it. Their life, you know, people are busy. Life's going to get in the way and they're not going to do what it is that you want them to do. So you need to put a sense of urgency on it so that they take action you know, like at that time. So definitely when you are doing your coupons or promotions, put an expiration date on it or in some kind of way, make it time sensitive. So yeah, very good point there. All right. So I got one more for you. Okay. And it's only because I just thought about it. 
but we like to talk about eating our own dog food. Mm-hmm. Another good time, and I'm sorry that I'm out of order, okay? But another good time for throwing an offer or a promotion out there is when you're trying to reach a goal. Yeah, we did that at the end of uh, yep. at just, the end of the year. Just, there, just this past year. So we had a goal that we were trying to reach. We didn't make it, but we sure <laughs> tried. We made some progress towards it. We definitely did. Do you want to tell them what we did? Yeah, so we... Um, well, we didn't want to discount. Right. I don't I don't like discounting. Well, it doesn't fit our clientele. I think it diminishes the value of your services. Mm-hmm. But that's again, that's a for personal, us. We that's felt, a personal opinion. Yeah. So instead of get, offering a discount, what we did was we went out and bought an apprentice tool set and it was the higher quality tools from Harbor Freight with the roll cabinet and everything. And it was a good starter set that somebody would be able to use in attracting an apprentice technician to come work for them. So we knew that was an issue for customers, right? Mm -hmm. We knew it was a problem. I saw in a group that I'm in where a shop owner did that. And I basically went out and bought the exact same tools that he had put in his kit. And what they did was they had a apprentice technician that had come to work for them that really had no tools. They went out and bought this and told him, hey, if you're with us for a year, at that year mark, these tools are yours. Like you own them. He was basically borrowing them until then. The comments and everything that happened on that, there were so many shop owners that were saying, Great that things. is an awesome idea. One person even said, hey, does he have a, a DVOM? If not, I want to send him one. You know, so like people were getting behind this. It was really cool. And I could tell that they liked that. So, so it's understanding your audience, right? Which yeah. is what we, we knew that that would be appealing. Mm-hmm. So we went out and bought that and we did get a shop to sign. It helped us towards our goal. Right. So yeah, if you can do something like that, when you have a goal or, you know, something that you're trying to hit, it's another place that you may use. Well, and the thing about offer. it is that we also said we were only giving away three of those. Yeah. I think they were only, we were only offering that to three people and they, because we closed the week between Christmas and new year's, we said you had to sign to become a new client during this time period. So we put sense of urgency on it. Well, and, our goal was based on 2022 yeah. on the year. Right. So if they signed up in January, that didn't help us hit our goal. Right. No, we needed them to come through at that time. And without that, that customer may have waited till January. They would have. They may have said, you know, let's just get past the holidays. And then, so we didn't need them to get started. We just needed them to commit. And so think about those things, which we got from that book. So mm-hmm. add some urgency to it, put a timeline, maybe scarcity, a certain number of the promotion that's available to people. So yeah, and that's I'll, all I I'll got put to throw at that, you. Uh, I'll put a link to that book in the show notes. You can always get uh, the show notes on our website at uh, shopmarketingpros.com forward slash podcast. We've got all of the episodes there. It's one of the only places that you'll actually find the episode numbers. So if we ever mention like an episode number, you can go find it uh, right there on the website. And that on the website for each episode, it has links to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. So you can link directly to whatever your favorite podcast listening app is. Which I want to say thank you so much for listening. This is free to you. I'm going to take some notes from Andy Frisella. 
<laughs> who says, hey, this is free to you. The only charge is if you share it. <laughs> so we would love for you to share this podcast with another shop owner that you feel could benefit from listening. I've, Brian listens to when I tell him, um, been looking at the numbers and I you can see where there's been a growth in listenership. So thank you for listening. Please join us in our private Facebook group, which we're super proud of. There's some really nice engagement and conversation that's happening in there. So go to Facebook and search for Auto Repair Marketing Mastermind. And then finally, just like this episode came about because someone emailed us. So if you have questions about marketing, um, if you want us to cover a specific topic, then please email us at podcast at shopmarketingpros.com. Well, thanks again for listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. Uh, We are part of a larger podcast group called the Aftermarket Radio Network. And there's some other great podcasts that you can listen to. You really should go check them out at aftermarketradionetwork.com. But uh, we will have another episode coming out next week. Until then, go fill those bays. You've been listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Kim and Brian Walker. Follow the podcast on your favorite listening app. Find their emails in the show notes and visit them at shopmarketingpros.com. Let Kim and Brian know what you want discussed because they're all about advancing the aftermarket.